Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Our gospel lesson comes from John chapter 15. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last so that the father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. This is the word of the Lord for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. one another as I have loved you. Seems simple, doesn't it? Just love each other. All you need is love. Thanks, Jesus. The word love is a pretty ambiguous word. There are a few different Greek words that translate into this one English word, love. The Greek word that's used here is agape, which is focused on the love that we know through God this perfect love that we can be a part of through God's grace. And Jesus starts this passage of scripture by telling us that, right? As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Love others as I have loved you, which is a pretty tall order for our frail humanity. What are we actually supposed to do when Jesus says, love one another? What are the practical implications of this command? There are decisions we have to make on a regular basis where love each other just doesn't seem like an adequate answer, where people might interpret what that love verb means in different ways. So we go back into the passage, into scripture we heard today, to look for some clues as to what Jesus is really talking about here. And Jesus says a lot of things in this passage. And they seem to sort of talk in circles at some points, or in ways that are really hard to pin down into something that is tangible. As the Father loved me, so I love you, and as I love you, love each other. If you're my friends, you keep my commandments. 
but you're already my friends because I called you my friends, so I command you to keep my commandments, which you did keep because you're my friends. Whew. And there's one phrase in the midst of all this that stands out as a thing Jesus wants us to understand. He says that no one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And that is a great act of love. However, it's not one we can live out on a daily basis if we're going to have many days to live it out, right? As Jesus spoke those words to his disciples, he was preparing for his actual death, to lay down his full life for his friends, for all of humanity. Did he expect his disciples to die the same way? Well, he knew there would be threats to their lives. Scholars believe that when John, the author of this gospel, shared this story, that first audience that heard it was under oppressive rule and in conflict with other religious groups, so they were also facing possible threats to their own lives. Those early Christians would have heard Jesus' words about laying down your life as an act of love, and they would have understood it as a real possibility for their lives. Today, I hope it is not likely that most of us participating in this worship service see this as an immediate reality for ourselves in fullness. So how do we take Jesus' words seriously? How do we follow this command to love one another as God loved Jesus and Jesus loved us in the greatest way possible and lay down our life for our friends? There are ways, I think, that we can lay down or set aside our life for others in ordinary life. And of course, to clarify that, I'm going to talk about elephants and what happens when they give birth. This is a real thing that happens out in the world, in the wild, but I first learned about it not from a science class, but from Christian author Jen Hatmaker, who I want to give credit for sharing this story. When an elephant is ready to give birth, she rocks around a bit and makes this trumpeting sound to let the other elephants know what's happening. And the female elephants come and surround her, stopping whatever else they were doing. And they start kicking up some dirt and dust. And as the baby is born, this elephant circle and cloud of dust form a wall of protection around the mother and baby and keep them safe from predators. After the baby is born, the other elephants trumpet and make noise, which celebrates but also continues to protect them and keeps the baby safe and alive and makes sure that that baby is moving before those elephants go back to what they were doing before. And we won't get into any of the gory details of why this is biologically important, but I do think it's a really powerful image that these elephants leave whatever else is happening, whatever else might be really important in that moment, and protect this mother and baby in their most vulnerable moments, taking on that vulnerability themselves, kicking up some dust. They lay down a bit of their lives for their friend. 
I think this is something Jesus calls us and the disciples to as well. We love as God loves us, as Jesus loves us, by laying down and setting aside some part of our life or our day or ourselves in a moment in order to care for someone else, for someone who is vulnerable, for someone who is in need. When we see people set aside some part of their life for someone else, for someone in need, that is an act of godly love. When I was a senior in high school, my stepfather passed away unexpectedly on a Saturday morning. My um, aunt and uncle came to the house and the pastor's wife came to the house and they were all taking care of my mom and a lot seemed to be happening, but I didn't really know what to do with myself. So of course I called my best friend, Melissa, and told her what happened and promptly hung up because I didn't really know what else to say. And so she showed up at my door five minutes later with a bag of Starburst jelly beans, which was my favorite candy at the time. And she sat on the couch with me for the rest of the day. I don't know what else she had planned for that day. It was a Saturday and we were in high school, so surely she had something else on her calendar. But she laid it down without question for me, her friend. An act of love. Now, that was a huge moment in my life. But it's not just big moments when people lay down some part of their life for someone else. It can be a simple moment, like when my daughter Kai asks me to put down my phone, the email or the text or the Facebook post that has my attention, and play with her to literally lay down this part of my life and give my love to her instead. It's easy to love my daughter. What is harder sometimes is to take this a step further and remember that while Jesus uses the word friends in this passage, he's not just talking about the people you and I call friends on a daily basis. Jesus didn't just lay his life down for the people that we really like. He laid his life down for everyone. When he tells us to love one another, he's telling us to love one another to love every single one another that we encounter, to find the ways that we might be called to lay down bits of our life for those who are in need around us that are not our immediate friends, those who we do not necessarily feel deep affection for and for who it's a bit more challenging to give up something of ourselves on behalf of. That often leads us to moments when we put down something that's not as tangible for others. When we put down our comfort, we put down our social standing or our privilege, even some of our resources to make the world better for other people. It may be in moments like when someone makes that inappropriate joke, something racist or sexist or ableist, punching down and demeaning someone and we call them out on it. Or when that guy in the meeting dismisses the idea a woman suggested and then restates it later like it was his idea to take credit, and we say, actually, that was her idea first. Or when we stand up for someone who's being made fun of at school, risking our popularity and social standing. Here, in this worship service, 
it may not sound like these are lay down your life superhero moments, but I'm a person who doesn't like confrontation. And I think there are more people like me out there or else fewer of these kind of cruel things would continue to happen in the world. In that actual moment, when someone says or does one of these not so nice things, when I hear someone say something that I know is wrong and no one else seems to react, I know this is an occasion when I can do something loving, when I can step in and say something, but my heart rate goes up and my stomach gets a knot and my throat starts to get tight. I can tell that my voice will sound different, but I take a deep breath. And if I can remember that I'm called to love others as Jesus loves me, and at the other end of that joke is a human who is being made fun of, I can say, that's not funny, that's just mean, and give up a little bit of my comfort that day for someone else. The amazing thing that happens in these moments when we follow this command to give up some of ourself for someone else is that we become friends, even if those people are strangers, along with Jesus. We love that person along with Jesus. Take on that vulnerability like that circle of elephants and become those people who love one another together. And we don't have to do it alone. We are a community of faith together who can work on this together. How are we, as a community of faith, the body of Christ, working together to say, God has commanded us. Jesus is looking to us and saying, love one another, kick up some dust, lay down a bit of your life for the beloved friends around you. Let us do this together. Amen. When we've been there ten thousand years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to see. for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.